Welcome in, everybody, to another week of XFL Weekly. A few days late this week, but as mostly everybody knows, life kind of gets in the way. But, Zach, we're here week one this weekend. What are your thoughts? How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing good. And of course, we, you know, a couple days late, but couldn't miss a week. XFL Weekly, we, we got to live up to the name. You know, if we if we would have missed a couple of days here, we, we would have had to be in XFL bi-weekly or something like that. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this week's games. It's it's kind of crazy to say this week and and really mean it. I mean, we are two days away from our first XFL action. And I believe uh I think three o'clock is the first game, so it's nice, right smack in the middle of your uh, your Saturday afternoon. I can't, I'm excited, can't wait. Three three o'clock Eastern on a on a lovely Saturday uh, in middle of February. That's uh, going to be a nice change of pace than we're than we're used to, uh, at least compared to a few years ago. Uh, so yeah, kickoff three p.m. Week one, Saturday, February eighteenth. And then we got a night game at 8.30, and then we do it all over again on Sunday. Beautiful. I, I, Kyle, I think it's a, uh, it's a good way to kind of cure that Super Bowl hangover. You know, we, we said that a little bit. And, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think that Super Bowl left me wanting a little bit more NFL action. It, it really kind of, you know, we were building, well, not even NFL, football action. We were building, 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 and then that, that holding call at the end of the game, controversial one way or the other, but that really just kind of, took the air out of the balloon so i'm i'm looking forward to getting some more some more football action in and i'm fired up to see the xfl and all its weird and wacky quirks it's it's going to be fun and let me tell you and we both know but for the listeners tuning in uh, the xfl is full of its quirks and Mm -hmm. we're excited uh full of wonder that this league is going to bring uh (laughs) But before we get into what we're doing this week, uh, we are XFL Weekly. Um, uh, oh, just the two of us chatting. Uh, I'm Kyle Krajewski, joined by my good friend Zach Cole. Uh, forgot to introduce ourselves. Uh, <laughs> and we are here just to chat anything and everything XFL Weekly. Uh, coming at you every week. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at XFL underscore weekly. Uh, if you're tuning in audio-wise, you can find us a video version of this podcast uh, on YouTube at XFL Weekly. And if you're watching us on YouTube, you can find us in audio format. Just search XFL Weekly and you can find us. Uh, and this week, we're doing an XFL Week 1 preview. Uh, chatting about some matchups, uh, what we're looking to see, uh, kind of the four games that we're going to watch this weekend. And just looking at the betting odds, the favorites, we're going to go through our own pick them, and then we're going to call our shots on who we think is going to win the league uh, before seeing any XFL action. And that's the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. Week one of the XFL season, version three uh, in (laughs) 2023, uh, kicks us off with the Vegas Vipers versus the Arlington Renegades. Uh, currently sitting at a, a three-point spread in the favor of Arlington, uh, over/under set at thirty-seven. And again, Arlington is Arlington's the favorites. You, I, I want. Oh, I wanted to say Drew Plitt officially named the starting quarterback for the Renegades, and the Vipers have announced uh, Luis Perez as their starting quarterback. So interesting, very interesting. 
Uh, yeah, and and even before we get into this, Kyle, let me just um, we'll kind of talk about. I, I think the I, the best way to kind of give some context. You know, it's a brand new league. No one really has any idea of what's going on with the teams or even who the starters are at this point. So, really quick, I'm just going to run through the team future uh, bets. You know what the what the sports books have the projected order of finish in, and of course, you know that's not that's not the end all be all, but. It at least gives us some idea of kind of what the what Vegas thinks the pecking order is going to be. So real quick, I'm going to run through that. Um, it, they they currently have projected at 450 plus 450 to win the league is the Battle Hawks, followed by the Defenders and the Sea Dragons and the Renegades, all tied at plus 500. So do with that information what you will. Then followed behind them is another group of three: the Vipers, the Roughnecks, and the Brahmas. And then in uh, pretty comfortable <laughs> last place projection is the. Uh, the Orlando Guardians, who are projected at uh, a plus nine fifty uh, odds to win the league, so um, just kind of like, like I said, just to kind of give some context and in, context into uh, how, how the league is kind of projected to shape up. Now, like I said, does that mean that that's how it's going to actually happen? No, not at all. But um, you know, at, at least that kind of tells us that the Battlehawks should be on the higher end of the scale, and maybe the Guardians will be on the lower end of the scale. So uh, you know, we can project accordingly, but. With this first game you talked about, the um, the Vipers and the Renegades here, I think that uh, the the interesting thing to me is the over-under on this game, which if you kind of break it down to an implied over-under, we're looking at roughly, um, I, I would say, probably a 20 to 17 score in this game is what Vegas is kind of thinking with the spread and with the over-under. So um, I, I think... You know, I think that's pretty spot on. Um, you mentioned Plitt and uh, I don't want to get it wrong. Perez, is that correct? Is that who the? Yes. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, Plitt and Perez. It's it's going to be it's going to be a good opening game, um, and it'll kind of give us a good look at at where these teams slot in, and and I, I really I I don't really have a whole lot to add other than it's going to give us kind of an idea of of what each of these teams is about, and I think that's what Week One is going to be special. Is because we've never seen any of these teams perform before, so uh, I'm really looking forward to just seeing them come out. And I think a three point spread, even though that's that's one of it's tied for the biggest spread of the weekend, um, I don't think that necessarily does justice to what kind of game we're going to see. Um, as it is the the uh, highest over under total on the weekend, so I, I, I expect a good game. I expect some some scoring to happen, some fireworks in this game. Yeah, and I mean highest over under, and I think that's just because I just looking at looking at some random numbers here. And I think that's primarily because the two teams kind of have the weaker defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and I, I don't know who knows uh, again, this is, we're going to see a whole different, we're going to see brand new brands, bank and new teams going out there, lining up, playing some football. And, and who knows this could, these games could go any which way. And that's, that's the beauty of it all. Well, and with this game too, Kyle, I think that there's a lot of familiar faces in it, and I think that's why people are yep. kind of expecting it to be a good game. Um, it's Coach Bob Stoops against Coach Rod Woodson, two very intelligent football minds. Uh, and there's also names in here. Um, I mentioned at last week in our episode that I'm excited for Sal Canella, who is the tight end for the yep. um, uh, the Renegades. And uh, there's also, uh, on the other side, you're going to see guys like Geronimo Allison and Martavis Bryant, who are former NFL players. So there's there's a lot of potential firepower in this game. So I, I'm, it's it's going to be an exciting one. Oh, yeah. And something to note, I think Martavis Bryant was uh, on the injury report this week. So I think mm. it's still questionable as to whether we'll see him this week. Interesting. But either way, best wishes to him. Hopefully he gets healthy to play. 
play some extra football. Um, Definitely. But then, all right, let's move on to matchup number two, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday night. Orlando Guardians versus the Houston Roughnecks. This is a, a team moving down to Orlando from New York versus <laughs> versus the previous best team in the XFL in 2020. Uh, and it the over-under kind of shows, or the, the spread does. Uh, Roughnecks are favored, uh, minus three. Uh, over-under set at 35.5. And, and Moneyline goes into the Roughnecks, <laughs> Roughnecks' favor. Well, and and Kyle, like we mentioned, the uh, the Guardians are projected to be the worst team in the league. So there's no real surprise there. But I think part of that has to do with the uncertainty surrounding this team. Um, they have a packed quarterback room. We've talked about it before. They have DeAndre Francois, uh, Quentin Dor- Dormady. Dormady. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm, apologies if I'm not. And Paxton Lynch, who's a former NFL player as well. So I think that there's a lot of built-in uncertainty. And unfortunately, with uncertainty comes uh, not great odds, you know? So I think that's, yeah. a, that's why we see this big of a spread as it is. Uh, something to note as well. Uh, depth charts were released, I think just earlier today. Uh, so we've got Paxton Lynch starting for the guardians, uh, versus Brandon Silvers of the roughnecks, uh, facing off Paxton Lynch, uh, lovely Broncos player and yeah. <laughs> several other that experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and uh, I think, Kyle, I, I think going off of the former rendition of the XFL, we saw the Roughnecks just completely dominate. They were 5-0. and uh, So I think that there might be a little bit of a recency bias with that, too. People are just expecting, you know, and I know they're completely new teams, and I, I, I get it, you know, but year in and year out, if you see to related to a different sport, Kentucky basketball is number one. You expect them to maybe open up the season as number one next year, even though it's a whole new group of players. So yeah. um, I think that the Roughnecks – uh, are just kind of getting some of that recency bias, like I said, at five and zero, and not to mention they have Wade Phillips, who's who's you know yeah. a, a very intelligent football mind. So even if that there's some jitters week one and there's some issues, you can expect Phillips to come out and uh, to to at least put on a very well coached game. Yep, yeah, and I'm just looking at projections. It looks like uh, running back for the Guardians, Jamaine Martin, may be the best running back if you're into some DFS. Uh, highest projected running back on this uh, this weekend, at least. Um, so that's something I think this is going to be a run focus ca- run focus game for Orlando, uh, facing a team that may try to throw a little bit more. It seems. I'm excited. Oh yeah, especially with uh, your favorite. You mentioned Charleston Rambo um, <laughs> yeah, on our I previous did, yes. show. I'm, I'm excited. I, I want to see what the Guardians have. I, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I maybe, maybe I'm planting my flag right now. I was gonna be, say, is this it? This sounds like it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm holding out still. still wait. Give me, still give wait. me a week under my belt. Let me see if there's anyone I can't resist, and then you'll, then we'll you'll reevaluate. Go through, go through week one, and you'll finally <laughs> be like, I, I like the way that that guy throws, and it's, uh, <laughs> it winds up being Jack Cohen of the. the <laughs> uh, speaking of Jack Cohen. Next game up, game three, is at 3 p.m. Eastern uh, on Sunday between the St. Louis Battlehawks and the San Antonio Brahmas. Battlehawks have a minus two and a half uh, spread favorite in their favor. Uh, Over-under set at 36 and a half. Uh, Battlehawks are going into this game starting, uh, we all know him, A.J. McCarron. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Brahmas are going into this one starting Jack Cohen. Uh, what, are your, what are your initial thoughts here? 
Well, you hit the nail on the head. AJ McCarron is my deciding factor in this. I mean, that guy was poised for a few years as the Alabama quarterback. He started a bunch of NFL games uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he's just got the pedigree, the uh, the what's the word I'm looking for? The the I guess poise again. He's just really kind of a, a complete quarterback, and I think that that's kind of what's leading to. Uh, the Battle Hawks as being the favorite in, in to win the XFL outright. So, not just to mention on a week to week basis for this week, but overall in the season, the Battle Hawks are their favorite. So, I think they have to be the favorite in this game too. Yeah, I mean, you've got a guy who was drafted into the NFL in twenty. Am I seeing this correct? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, it um, sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, twenty fourteen. He's kind of just been an NFL backup throughout his entire career uh, and then finds himself in a position to start for a football team uh, mm-hmm. roughly 10 years after at leading Alabama to greatness. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I think you're absolutely right. And that's what, that's where this kind of favoritism leans towards uh, mm-hmm. is the, is the experience at the quarterback position where, I mean, all of these other guys are, uh, one or two year backups or even just coming right out of college and getting their first shot in the XFL here, uh, which I mean, I love it all. Uh, and that's the kind of beauty of it where a 23 year old fresh out of college player can mm-hmm. play just as well, if not better than the 10 year vet and AJ McCarron. And that's the big unknown of it all. Definitely. Kyle, going into this game, two names I just really want to kind of throw out since we didn't have too much on the Brahmas here. Um, I'll, I'll start with them. Kalen Balaj is probably going to be their starting running back going into this game, uh, who really had a decent career in the NFL, um, and he's not even all that old. I want to say he got drafted maybe five, six years ago. Uh, he just never really stuck around. So he's definitely someone to watch for the Brahmas. And on the other side, I talked about him when we went through our uh, team-by-team breakdown. But Hakeem Butler is a wide receiver out of Iowa State. And uh, I I told you last time, Kyle, I swore up and down that guy was going to be the next Calvin Johnson. So he's (laughs) a huge target for A.J. McCarron to throw to. And maybe he finds his his stride and reestablishes himself. Um, So I'll definitely be watching out for those two. Yeah, and kind of the huge X factor for the Brahmas is we have first-time head coach Hines Mm -hmm. Ward. Uh, I mean, we're going (laughs) to – we talked about him in a previous episode where – Fans are going to kind of flock to the Brahmas for the the black and gold uh, mm-hmm. for the the Steelers kind of fan favorite in Heinz Ward. Uh, and again, brand new brand new head coach uh, hasn't had head coaching experience before. And I mean, I, I read an interview where he just kind of took the role because he realized he'd never have this opportunity again to be a head coach anywhere. That's awesome. You got to so, you got to respect that. That's really that's pretty cool. So it's like one of those things where not only are the players getting huge opportunities, but so are these coaches. Um, So you know that they're going to come out here and really, really show up, really show off what they can do. Uh, And that's kind of the beauty of the Brahmas, where they may have the second to worst best odds for the rest of the season. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if there's any team that could kind of show up, it's any of them. But the Brahmas kind of have a lot of X factors to them that can show up for the whole XFL season. Definitely. Definitely. I'll take us home to our uh, last game here. Last game. And quite honestly, what I think is the game of the week. And I think this is why they have it as the Sunday night football game. 
mm-hmm. between the Seattle Sea Dragons and the DC Defenders. We're, we're seeing two teams that I think are two of the best teams in the league. Um, the Seattle Sea Dragons come in with Ben DiNucci, uh, Josh Gordon, and uh, oh, who's their head coach? I'm completely blanking on it right now. Um, who, who are we looking for? DC? I'm sorry. Give me no, Seattle. Seattle. Oh, uh, Seattle. Let me come up with that for you. Oh, I knew it too. Uh, all I know is he was getting head coaching looks. This or uh, he was getting coordinator looks. Um, uh, Jim Haslett. Yeah, um, I think Seattle's going to be a favorite in a lot of these games, but apparently they're playing a, re- a really good uh, defenders team, mm-hmm. and that's not be that's not me being a homer. That's me looking at this lineup and saying Jordan Taumu and Abram Smith may be the best quarterback running back duo in this league. Mm-hmm. And that is dangerous. Um, and I think the defenders have one of the best defenses too. Um, just looking at some projections and such. Yeah. So I mean, let's see it. Sunday night, week one, put these two two of your best teams on the state on the biggest stage uh on Sunday night football. And I, I'm living for it. I'm excited. What, what are you what are your thoughts? Well, I, I think that it's pretty cool that we have two of the top teams playing each other uh, right off the bat in week one. You know, maybe uh, if if the Battle Hawks are supposedly the number one o- o- over and away team, these two are probably two and three, respectively. So, um, you know, it's it's cool to see these two battling it out right off the bat. You mentioned Te'amu and, and Abram Smith, and that's going to be exciting on the Battle Hawks side. Uh, I'm sorry, on the uh, on the defenders' offensive side. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you mentioned they also have one of the better defenses, and that's because they are led by uh, Mr. Bounty Gate himself, Greg Williams. Um, <laughs> so, it, you know, the, he's definitely got some history going there. And uh, not to mention, he has another guy uh, playing for him. Uh, Reggie Northrup is one of his linebackers, who's who's pretty a pretty wild story. He's a um, he's an older guy, but he's also an MMA fighter, and uh, he played a little bit in the USFL, and actually is infamous for showing up to practice with a cig in his mouth, which is just the most <laughs> badass thing ever. So, um, but you know, on the other side of the ball, um, I'm sure you mentioned uh, Ben DiNucci, Josh Gordon. There's there's some firepower there, so this really could be a shootout, and we see that the line reflects that right now. It's at um, it's just at one point. It's the Sea Dragons are. Uh, I'm sorry, the Defenders are favored by a point right now. So that's essentially a pick them in my eyes. Um, yeah. So I'm. I'm I was going to mention. Up. Completely forgot about the lines here. Yeah, you mentioned it. It's a. It's a. It's a pick them. Uh, and even the money lines show it. Where Sea Dragons are sitting at minus 105 and the Defenders at minus 115. Mm-hmm. Which, unless it's at 110, that's as close to a pick them as it gets. Um, exactly. Which just kind of says Vegas. It's going to be a close game, uh, and that's the beauty of a week one Sunday night football game. I love it. I think you summed it up perfectly. I don't really have anything more to add there. All right, Zach, let's go through these four games. I just quick rapid fire. I want you just to tell me who's going to win uh, and which which spread you're taking. All right. Well, uh, let's start off with the first game here. Let's talk about the Vipers and the Renegades. Um, Just to refresh everyone, the Renegades are three-point favorites, so uh, they are minus three, um, and the over-under on this game is 37 points. So 
I think what I'm going to go ahead and go with here is I'm going to take the under on this game. Um, that's going to be my my best bet in this game is is I just I think 37 points in week one. The league's coming back. These guys might be a little rusty. Um, I, I, I tend to lean towards the under here. Uh, and if you had to if I had to pick a, a spread, I think I'm going to go with the Vipers plus three. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be that low scoring. Beautiful. I'm going to go. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over. Uh, okay. Highest over under here on the board, and I think for multitude of reasons. Uh, and then give me, oh, screw it, give me Renegades minus three. I'm going to go complete opposite. <laughs> That's all right. That's what we're here for. Good discussion. <laughs> I like it. All right, take us home with the I, not take us home halfway through. Uh, Guardians versus Roughnecks. Uh, all right, spreads at plus three, minus three in favor of the Roughnecks. Over under thirty five and a half. All right. Well, looking at this one, you know, I'm going to go over on this one. I think that being that the Guardians are probably the biggest wild card and the Roughnecks are um, supposedly one of the better teams in the league. And, you know, again, the five and zero from last time thing. I think that there's going to be some offensive firepower in this and, and really just some uncertainty. I could see this ending up being a 42, 43 over under uh, line, more so than a 35 and a half. So, um, you know, it could get really pushed up or we could just see a dud of a game and it could end up being 20 you know 21 total points in the game or 22 total points in the game so um you know i i think that i'm going to lean more towards the over here um just kind of because of that uncertainty factor um and with that being said i think i'm going to go with the safe bet i'm going to go with the roughnecks money line here which is one minus 155 uh, i know that's kind of a cop out but i'm going to avoid the spread in a game where i just don't really think there's uh, enough data or enough um enough backing to to make a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, an educated guess on this one, or an educated pick? Yeah, I hate to be the uh, the agreer, but I think I'm taking both as well. But I think instead of the money line, I'm going to go roughnecks minus three. I'm I like it. it. I like it. And and if the I mean, we saw that in the futures odds, the the uh, guardians were picked far and away to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> so you know, a, a three point. A three-point spread probably isn't isn't a bad spread if if this is supposedly one of the top half teams versus with the worst team, you know. Think a la the um, I don't know maybe the say the 49ers playing the I don't know. Give me a team that's that's relevant here uh, that that fits the bill. Um, the Texans, the Bears. Yep. You know, it's yep. a top half team playing a bottom half team. So um, I think that's. I think, a, it's, a, I think it's a little bit more middle ground. I'd probably say more. Uh, let's say Lions versus the well, Lions Bears, maybe okay. not like best of the best. And I, I guess Bears have the number one overall pick, but I'm trying to pick, think of like a not worst team. But right, no, I understand what you're saying. But at this, but that's that's the kind of game that's going to end up somewhere being decided between somewhere between three, six, nine, ten points. You know, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a 41 to 17 game, but at the same time, it's not going to be 17, 16. It's not going to be yeah. right there close, yeah. neck and neck. I like it. Good comparison. All right. Next game, bring us to Sunday. St. Louis Battlehawks versus the Brahmas. Once again, the spread is at minus two and a half in the favor of the Battlehawks. Uh, over under is 36 and a half. All right. Well, here I'm going to go over again. I think that the uh, the Battlehawks have a lot of firepower on that offense. You kind of highlighted some of the names, Tayamu, Abram Smith. Um, and I am actually going to take them uh, on the spread as well, minus two and a half. Um, and I think that that's I, I feel good about that. I think that they are 
Uh, they got a couple guys that are veterans in in these um, auxiliary football leagues, we'll call them, like the USFL, the AFL, those sort of things. So uh, I, I really I think that they'll be able to kind of put away the Brahmas, and I think that they'll be able to maintain a pretty a pretty healthy lead on them. I'm going to take the under. Uh, I think okay. it's going to be a, a slightly closer game, but just fight in in the trenches and the teens. Uh, okay. But I'm still going to take the uh, the Battlehawks minus two and a half. Like it, I like it. And then game of the week, at least my mm-hmm. declared game of the week. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I'm riding with you. Beautiful. Sea Dragons versus Defenders. Sea uh, Dragons have the plus one, or I guess Defenders have the minus one. I don't know who I said the the non favorite there. Over under set at thirty six. Uh, and really the money line is a toss up. I yeah. am going to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take not one, but two cop outs on this one. I am going to pass on the over under on this one because I really don't know what to expect. I don't know whether to expect a defensive slug fest or, uh, an offensive slug fest, I guess just touchdown after touchdown. So I'm going to go ahead and pass on that. I'll, I'll you think it's going to hit out. the 36. It's going to, it's going to be a, a pass. <laughs> I, I do. I think it's going to hit exactly. I, I'm going, uh, I, I don't even know. I have to do the mental math on that one to figure out what the score, what my 20 to 16. That's my, and it's my possible. Right Give me the, uh, with all the, uh, extra point options and yeah, any right. Score is possible. That's so cool too. And that really changed, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that changes spread betting. Like, you know, uh, a lot of times when I, when I'll bet, I'll, I'll look at six and a half spreads or three and a half spreads or. Yeah. You you want the touchdown favorite or the the field goal. You're like, oh, it's going to be a field goal. Exactly. Exactly. So, but this completely, this throws that out the window and it's, I think that's awesome. But my second cop out that I'm going to take here is I know that you are a Defenders fan, so I'm banking on you taking Defenders minus one. I'm going Sea Dragons plus one. I think that they are going to win this game outright, and that spread is just going to be the icing on top. So uh, give me the Sea Dragons plus one. Yeah, well, I'm going to go over because uh, okay. I want to see a lot of points in this game. <laughs> is this uh, like a, a wish list bet? <laughs> this is a wish list bet, uh, and I'm going to go Defenders. Minus one. You, you called it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Defenders minus one. I think Tom is going to lead this team to, let's say, a touchdown victory, uh, which is going to wind up being a three-point lead because I can right. see the Sea Dragons going for three all the time. Listen, perfect scenario. We're we're winding down on a on a Sunday night. We're getting ready to go into President's Day on Monday. I don't, I don't know. Do you, do you have work on yeah, Monday? I, huh? I'm off. I'm off. Oh yeah! Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Winding down. It's a it's a tie game. No, you know what? We'll say it's a seven point game, and we see them break out a two point conversion or an onside kick or something. Oh, it's just gonna it's gonna be great. I'm fired. They're up. gonna they're gonna go for the fourth and fifteen. It's Get the just ball back. Oh, perfect. The stars uh, are aligning. The stars are aligning for the week one XFL intro, Sunday night football. Everybody's got off the next day. They're all staying up, hype, watching this this magical matchup between the Sea Dragons and the Defenders. And it's that's all it's going to be. I mean, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson walks out, he reenacts his Super Bowl, whatever, the last Super Bowl thing with the mic and the red skinny jeans. Oh. I, I've seen reports he's going to be in San Antonio earlier in the day. So unless he okay. flies up, but either way, these are all being broadcast on ESPN and we all know it's Disney, you know, Disney loves their magic. And this is where this is, they're pouring all their extra magic right into this game. 
they're going to de- debut their teleportation device and get him to all four games. <laughs> it's it's going to be incredible. <laughs> wow. This is it. <laughs> they said, we're not spending this money on Pedro Pascal anymore. No more Mandalorian. Yeah, anymore. right. This is all going right into the, the XFL, rock, baby. Being at every XFL game. <laughs> oh, I love at it. I can't wait. Who knows? I can't wait. <laughs> Man, oh, geez. It's going to be exciting. Hey, we do know that the XFL is introducing new technology. Who's to say that that technology isn't teleportation? That is true. Nobody said anything about it. I guess we'll just you got to tune in and see. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, listener. Tune in and see. We're gonna see The Rock uh, in four places uh, within twenty four (laughs) hours due to teleportation, not because he's fast. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're gonna wrap it up there. That is week one, and week one is still upon us. Uh, It's coming up. It is. This weekend, and oh man, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're amped, and we're amped for you to for joining us on this journey. Uh, don't worry, we're not going away. We're gonna see you right back here next week, uh, because that's what we do. We do this weekly. It's in the name. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, let me just jump in real quick. It's been Please really do. special to see that we've picked up some followers uh, throughout the off season. I mean, no one's even thinking about XFL football until after that first week. So. You know, we, we really appreciate everyone that's tuned in during this time. And we just hope to uh, onward and upward continue doing what, we're, what we love here. And and uh, we, again, appreciate everyone. Yes. And again, XFL Weekly, find us. Just search XFL Weekly. You can find us. Uh, and if you're not already, be sure to subscribe, like, follow, do all that cool stuff. Uh, it really helps us. Uh, and it it's just lovely to see. Uh, leave a comment your thoughts, your feelings, how excited you are for week one. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you didn't even know XFL was happening again, welcome back. Uh, And we're amped for you to be joining us on this journey. So absolutely. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you right back here next week. See you. See you.